Welcome to Axel's Podcast, and today we're going to do a little different, um, episode 3, and this is Axel's Podcast, extra talks, extra talents that we're bringing on the show, and so, Syrian Punk, Yusuf right Kobach, go ahead and run through what we're going to talk about today. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about um, if, it's, if Eminem is cloned, and then we're going to start talking about oh, Ma. Wow, that was, that, that, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, I know, just kidding. <laughs> But um, we're going to talk about Feminine's clone, and we're going to discuss um, religious beliefs and also talk about finding our own identity. Um, How to find your identity. Yeah, um, and just, then we'll, we'll go to other things. You know, maybe we'll get sidetracked and then go into other things. Um, like usual. <clears throat> but today we got special guests. Um, my sister, my, my uh, brother, Nate. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm Nate. I'm the owner of a YouTube channel that has been inactive for over a year <laughs> and assumed to be dead by the audience. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you well, see him in person, he looks like uh, the alien off of American Dad. <laughs> no, I think he looks more like Jesse Pinkman off Breaking Bad. Dude, I've uh, been called three different things today. <laughs> he call, Nabil called me Scarface. Mm-hmm. And I got called Roger from American <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Anyway, I got called Jesse Pinkman <laughs> for Breaking Bad. He's an iconic character. So, Nate Lee, and then we have... Jaden Craig. Jaden Craig. I am in a band called New Issue. I play bass, and I draw some weird things. Alright, so she plays bass. I didn't know bass. you were a band. I need your autograph. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I do. I need that. So, she's in a band called New Issue. Uh, Jackson Hendricks says... Uh, the one who actually helped me set up this podcast, so props to him. Um, so, we're going to start it off like this. Nate and Jaden as well, um, you guys have had your differences, in, not not to, not against each other, I'm just saying like different religious beliefs in that, in that kind Especially of category. in South Carolina. Where... Right, yeah. So, um, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on that, Nate. What, 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 do you, what do you believe in, if you believe in something? What do you think? What do I think? I think the question, if God ex- does God exist, is irrelevant to me, because I feel like there's an assumption made by religious people that if there is a God, that He is just in His actions. But of course, someone would want to spin. Some being might want to spin an image of itself that's positive. Okay. I mean, you don't know how it works. You can never really understand a being on that level's intentions or deeper drives. Okay. To me, if there is a God, which I'm not saying there is, but if there is, he could be just as immoral as any human being on this planet. Okay. He could just proclaim himself just. And so do you, do you, so you obviously don't believe in God. So do you believe in science? Like, are you an atheist? Is that what your belief is? Those are very because I, th- I think it's not the question that does God exist is how how do we how do we get on Earth is a question right? How did we get on Earth? Uh, there's some debate about that. Right. So uh, that's where it goes into religion. Evolved from single cellular organisms. Okay. That arose um, due to thermal vents. Mm. Mm. Okay. And. Jaden, what what do you what do you think about that? Well, you, you know, yeah. So. Oh, you want to continue? I'm I was sorry. just yeah, gonna go explain ahead. the thermal vents thing. Basically, oh, okay. uh, in sorry. order for life 
to be created <laughs> on the planet, certain prerequisite conditions have to be met, right? There has to be a certain amount of different chemical components in the atmosphere. And so lots of people will say, well, this couldn't happen at Earth at this time because there wouldn't be this amount of oxygen, wouldn't be this, but that was actually possible. They're in the right climate, the right place to form probably because they're near thermal vents. Um, I mean, that's a very watered down layman's explanation of <laughs> like complex scientific thought, but that's sort of what it is. Right. Okay. So, all right. I mean, um, Jaden, you want to put your two cents in on that? Yeah, um, sure. can you a little closer? Yeah, sure. Give her shine, man. Don't take her shine. <laughs> Don't no. take my shine. <laughs> so personally, I would say that I'm agnostic, meaning that I acknowledge that I think there's a possibility of a higher power, but I don't really seek to follow that higher power or find out what it is, if it is out there. I think that it's a possibility, like I said, but I'm not super sure. Okay. And honestly, like, I know it's really pressing on a lot of people. Like, I know that's something that's on their hearts and on their minds all the time. Right. And it used to be for me, because I was raised in a really strictly Christian household. And so, like, I grew up I feel like in fear for most of my life and then at uh -huh. some point I just kind of in fear do you mean like my own way of burning in hell <laughs> like oh, that was shoved down my throat gotcha. my life, you know what I mean so like That's to tough. step away from that and just kind of think differently and gather more information outside of what I had been taught consistently my whole life was really interesting for me. and so Nate how, how did you um what, what made you want to believe that? Because did, did you grow up around that? It wasn't a want to believe. And so I'll tell you a little story. I've got a good bit to say about this. Is The skepticism in me wasn't influenced entirely by outside figures. I've listened to a lot of different people who've helped influence my ideology and my philosophy. And I've taken good components of their arguments. But even... I had this skepticism as far back as elementary school. I remember I, I came up with this as an elementary school kid. Is uh, third or fourth grade. I was sitting there with uh, this guy, Alex Kirksey. And I just, you know him. Yeah. yeah, I know. I thought, you know, people in the Bible, you know, were supposed to be all inherently sinful as human beings, but were supposed to live happily together in heaven so how is there no conflict in heaven with conflictful beings like sinful beings like isn't mm -hmm. there an inherent contradiction with that idea okay what, so, what? and that was just like a question i asked as an elementary school kid. Right. i just remember that very vividly for some reason mm -hmm. and so my only real point was that is i've had this skepticism as far back as i can remember but what, what do you describe like your description of heaven what do you, what's your description of heaven? My description not not what the Bible, not what the Quran, not what the what the Torah, but I'm talking about what's your description. Like if you hear the word heaven, what do you think of? What do I just like think of? Yeah, what what do you, what's what's your definition of heaven in, in It your would heaven? be some sort of angelic place. Angelic. That is all good. It okay. would be the absence of anything negative. So do you not think that that might be applied with the sinful people on earth or not? 
rephrase that. Yeah, so do you think that that would be your, because your definition of heaven was just kind of close to the, you know, to, to the description in some religions as well. But do you think that that would apply to the people who are sinful on earth? Because you said it's angelic, so that means it's like no all the negative things are would out, Would it right? apply yeah. to so, the people on earth? Would it apply so, to people who were on earth? Yeah. Because you go to heaven, right? Do I think they would get into heaven? Well, yeah, no, no, I'm saying when they do go the, to heaven, do you think that would apply to them? When they do go to heaven. When they do go to heaven. Right. Would that apply to them? Would they be peaceful? Right. I don't think so. I you feel don't. like that's a contradiction. I feel like people oh. are inherently different. The, the Bible uses different terminology. It's like sinful. I don't really believe in the concept of sin. Personally, though, mm. I feel like people naturally have conflict within them. Naturally, group mentality arises. Okay. I feel like that's just a part of human nature. I feel yeah. like that's just core tribalism. Okay, Jaden, I got a question for you, okay. so if you don't mind. Um, my question to you, so you're agnostic, so you kind of believe that there is a higher power, but you don't kind of follow up with that, right? I believe that there's a possibility. There's a possibility, okay. Yeah. So, but my question, and I'm not asking this question in a way of like, oh, I got you. I'm just asking like, what do you think the bad people who do bad things go? Where, where do you think that happens? Do, do they think they, they yeah, do they think, I think there's consequences like basically you know how like some people like end up like killing and like you know um killing murdering doing all these bad things and then they end up dying and they like, didn't do, have to suffer consequences yeah yeah do you think do you they'll get punished somehow yeah you don't think there's right. something that's gonna and i'm asking you that suffer the consequences yeah. something Here, my, my, yeah, no, my answer might. would be that like oh sorry i'm sorry no, you're <laughs> fine. I, I wanted to hear you that's it my answer would be like I, I mean, deep down in me, I feel like I, I want that to happen. I want there to be consequences for those people just because I'm like, damn, like they shouldn't yeah, get away yeah. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like there should be some price to pay, but I just don't know if it's me wanting that to happen that makes me want to believe it. You think it's biased? It's, I, I think it might be a, a level of bias. I think that there's a possibility that, I mean, we just hope that something will turn out good in the end you know we hope it'll work out for us and that mm. they'll have to pay for what they did but yeah. there's mm. a real chance i feel like that they just kind of i think there's a huge chance that when you die it's just like before you were born now i do want to bring up i'm sorry i, I yeah. wanted to hear what you said there's a huge chance of when you die what I feel like there's a chance that when you die, it's just like before you were born, like it's nothingness. Oh, oh you're wiped clean. Okay, I got Yeah, you. like I you're just not aware. Well. Your yeah. consciousness you're not is conscious. not there okay. anymore. Like, okay. I, I have a feeling that that might be something. Okay. Now, I do want to bring up the fact that because people get mixed up, like a lot of, like there's a lot of religious people who get mixed up and say, well, they don't get mixed up, but they just say this out of arrogance. And they just say, well, you don't believe in God then why do you do good things? Well, I'm, I mean, my belief is anybody does good things because, you know, they feel like it's a good thing to do. You don't have to believe in God to do good things. And that's not I can uh, tell you what I think of that. Why do you do good things? Well, okay, first off, when I do good, good things. doesn't even exist. Good is a subjective concept. Yeah. So you're basically, they're asking you, why do you do these things that benefit other people 
possibly at your behest. And I would say to them that that is human survival instinct. See, humans, despite how divided and shitty they are, have a unique ability, at least compared to other animals, to communicate and work together efficiently. And mm -hmm. so morality, basically good or bad, right or wrong, is a concept form to help them better work together so they're better able to survive as a species. Right. That's what it is to me. So when someone's like, why do you do good? It's like, well, that's a part of humanity. Right. Right? Is putting everyone else before yourself. But... So, well, I mean, psychologically yeah. speaking, I would say... But also it's empathy. That's how yeah. you use it, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you think emotionally and logically, right? This person would not like it if I did this mm -hmm. or... I went, well, should I do this to this person? Well, would I like it if they did it to me? No, then I probably shouldn't do it to that person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you believe in like the treat others like how you want to be treated thing? Or do you know? I mean, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay, that's yes. cool. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, I think that, you know, I think beliefs are like politics. You know what I mean? You can't change or I mean, you, you probably can change somebody's beliefs or politics, political views, but... You know, that's more of an opinionated thing that we don't need to really judge people by. Uh, I mean, they could, you know, they could let that kind of dictate their actions in life. But uh, me personally, I don't think you judge a person by their religious beliefs or political beliefs. And I've actually said that a million times on, on this podcast. Anyways, so we're going to move on to... Um, Is Eminem cloned? Right, so Ahmed thinks Eminem's cloned. No, I don't think that, no. Oh, Ahmed... And there's this huge conspiracy theory. You find, like, trillions and trillions of videos of Eminem. <laughs> Basically, they say that Eminem died in a car crash in 2005. And they took his body. They didn't announce his death. And they just cloned him. And then the now Eminem we see is a different Eminem. Dude, I've seen that. They'll take, like, two different photos from, like, two different angles of them at, like two entirely different fucking ages and they'll be like <laughs> look at him his ears are two centimeters longer in this photo yeah. this can't be the same person yeah <laughs> there's no such things as aging there's what is that like becky i want to see you at 2 a.m at 20 versus 5 p.m at 35 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. show me that angle profile on girl Oh my gosh! So my um, my opinion on that, and I, it's not really that much. I just like to say, you know, whether I mean, I don't know why we give a shit. You yeah. know, that's like um, that's a good one too. Why are you asking if he's cloned? Like, what what made what arise that question? Did somebody like look at Eminem and say, "Oh, he looks different," and then they're like, "Maybe he was cloned." Like, how did that even come about? Does the clone even affect you if it's real? Like, is it worth your time to? <laughs> right, yeah. but like the thing is, if the clone sounds good why would you care yeah exactly Plus the clown is spitting fire i mean you can clown is spitting fire beats who cares uh, maybe maybe okay let's give him the benefit of the doubt you know he's cloned whatever can you clone vocal cords like can you uh, voice boxes i mean no for real like i wonder if you got like because i mean if you listen to them he obviously still kind of sounds i mean yeah no voice recognition software even the ones that sound really convincing, like they have ones, they've imitated like Joe Rogan's voice and Obama's. Mm -hmm. You can still hear like the little weird, like mechanical, like background hiccup noises. Yeah. 
and shit like it has a very distinct sound to it i don't think i hear that in any Eminem song so exactly yeah, we, sh- we no. should be okay but yeah. do you think they could mask it well, sure I mean, if they layered enough audio in, do you think it would just sort of blend into yeah, the background? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they can have find a way. I mean, you know, like hell, I heard that the government used to have YouTube. They used to have iPhone, almost something like iPhones, before we even got access to it. Um. Okay. So I mean, I guess I could see why it matters. I could see why it matters that he was cloned, because maybe then that would kind of like rise the question of does like the higher powered government exists like people say the illuminati you know they call it the illuminati but maybe it has a different name but you know yeah it's not the actual clone of eminem that's well, the problem you gotta, it's who's cloning him yeah, right exactly but you gotta be careful with these people because i know the people who make conspiracy theories like this i've seen it before they're all fucking batching saying there is this guy let me tell you there's this guy who would do this type of shit called The Vigilant Christian Mario on YouTube, or what just the? the Vigilant Christian. Vigilant Christian. And what he'd do is he'd go, and he'd be like, look at this article. Look at this music video. Do you see how all these different things are connected? Do you see how it could sort of form this shape, which is symbolic of this, which is representative of Satan? Like, he had a video <laughs> talking about how credit debt was satanic. Literally, he was saying credit debt was satanic, right? Yeah. And you know what's funny about him? Just to show you the character of these types of people. Even though I can't really assess every single one of them, I've seen it so many times. People like this are typically crazy. The vigilant Christian Mario, after acting like the biggest Christian for so long, got caught in massive orgy rings. He kept trying to invite people on to, to, like orgies through like messenger and that, shit. that was a weird twist i did not yeah. see that yeah, coming like he would act like super christian saying you're like immoral if you do drugs or you have premarital sex meanwhile he's going to like fucking orgies where you're having sex with donkeys and stuff just Think like people could way. be so contradicting he was yeah. trying to gather up all of the people wanting repentance he, 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 he was trying to gather up all the people that felt bad for that uh-huh for doing that and that's why he was like acting so against it. And then he got them all together. And then they had kind of get secondhand voice. embarrassment, if you ask me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, if you look at the conspiracy theories, like Nate was asking, I mean, what else I was talking about. Well, the weird thing about conspiracy theories is you always hear conspiracy theories about rich people being the, you know, the the top of the conversation. So like the Illuminati is a bunch of rich people who own the the world right yeah. and so like it, you always hear about the you know the rich people are doing this rich cult you know rich well, people cult. here's what i'll say about the rich in america we live in a capitalist society where the middle class has been shrinking for years now so yeah in capitalism typically the rich have more power okay and, yeah. and also the you have capitalism a- is a very exploitable system and you believe in socialism when it comes to that? I mean, what, what do you socialist believes? Because I mean, Socialist, okay, so I'm a social democrat. I And the only reason I'm not a full-blown socialist is because I haven't looked into all the fine details myself. I only st- understand the basic concept, and the basic concept sounds good. And you may say, well, look at all these socialist countries that failed, right? Look at Venezuela. Look at this one, right? 
But right. the thing is, there's Definitely. still plenty of countries that are social democracies that are doing fine, right? That have elements of socialism in it. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's been plenty of failed capitalist societies, especially in Africa, right? But also think of this. Capitalism as a system is relatively new. It's only been around around 250 years since America was first started, right? Mm-hmm. But before capitalism, there was systems like feudalism, Feudalism lasted for 4,000 years. Okay, but... Uh, so, political systems like this have the potential to last thousands and thousands of years. So, to point to some things that have failed within the span of 50 years, I feel like is entirely dismissive of the concept. Okay, well... I feel like it's just a flimsy excuse to be like, oh, don't, don't engage with those ideas. We've seen where it goes. Have you questioned, okay, since these countries that are under a socialist economy, have you questioned, okay, they're failing, but there's also other countries that are not failing, but why are they failing? Because if it's not socialism, what is why, why? what do you think is the biggest reason they're failing? Well, in the case of Venezuela, typically it comes from third, it comes from outside intervention, right? Because usually it's when countries are being built up, they begin to get taken over by fascist thought. Most of the communist or socialist countries out there, there I don't think there actually ever has been one. Mm. They've all been taken over by fascist power seekers. Or in the case of Venezuela, after socialism was instated and after Hugo Chavez helped press socialism... Uh, Infant mortality rates went down 50% in Venezuela. Unemployment went um... down by 17%. The economy only started to fail after the U.S. started placing trade tariffs on them saying they couldn't trade oil, which was one of their main exports. So in that case, it's just like before. It's an outside force directly acting on them. You think it's the U.S.'s fault? Yeah. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I can I can Maybe see your part. Maybe not entirely, but very they're big part of that. Yeah, it's a v- they're big a very effect. large part of that. Right. Yes. Okay. Wow. Um. Well, I mean, that's that's a whole another conversation to get into. But um, you know, I always found like it a struggle for people to find out their political views without being a little biased. Um. See, you've jumped around a lot. Like I've, I've noticed you jumped around a lot in this uh, political spectrum, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. That's a good thing because you know you go and you keep an open mind and kind of, you know, yeah. and you and you learn just like you said at first. You take the com- uh, some good arguments and stuff, and you add them to your beliefs, and that's uh, that's cool. I mean, that's that's what you do. Um, but I'll, I kind of want to get into you know um, the part where we've talked about identity. On this podcast, uh, we talk about a lot of, you know, depression and stuff like that. But I want to get into, and you have different beliefs on how to find your identity. You feel that you believe that that's the self kind of thing. Uh, you, you find that out on yourself, by yourself, right? Yeah, I feel like, find, okay, so you find you're that saying out. for someone to find their meaning, right? Fin- find yeah, find purpose. meaning in their life. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a nihilist. I do not believe in objective purpose. I believe any purpose that we have as individuals is entirely subjective. So it varies from individual to individual. The way the artist may find his 
career path, his purpose may be entirely different than, say, an athlete's or a Marine, right? These are very varied people. So I feel like it's so subjective that it's something you have to look for and find for yourself. But that, what, what, okay, so I think you, you're getting it like, how do you find your career path? I, I don't, that, that's not the question. And not just career. So, so ad- identity is like a, like a, a clobber of, you know, memories, experiences, relationships, values in life. That's a combination of that. So you're not telling them how to find their identity as in career path. You're telling them how can they find who they are as a person. Um, well, but yeah, you're not, I was you're talking giving, you're giving about them, passions. Most, right, passion. Not like career paths, but passions. Okay. Which is um, a huge, for me, that's been a huge formative part of my existence. Mm. So I feel like it, it's re- relevant for a lot of people. Okay. I feel yeah. like that's an important fact. Yeah, yeah, it's very important to find your identity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you also have to kinda of take the fact that the things that you can't control, which is your height, your age, you you can't they they uh, grow over time, but your height, your age and you yeah. know, um and you know, so you gotta take those you gotta factor those in. And I think the first step in, you know, to to, to finding who you are is com- comparing who you are versus who you want to be. You you, you gotta find there's a difference. You, Right, God. If I can say something. Yeah, 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 God. Like right, when go you say, I feel like Mike. when you say, um, how you find who you are, it's almost like who you are is out there somewhere waiting for you to just arrive. But I think that right, it's situational. I think that you go through life. Um, Thank you. I think that you go through life and you make a series of choices, and then you just end up being whoever you are at the end of the day. But I don't think that that was like a manifest destiny, right. like. I, uh-huh. I don't think that that was manifest destiny or anything. I just think it was like you decided to wear blue and somebody complimented you on that day and like it made you feel good. And yeah. then you mm. had a good day and then it went from there. And uh-huh. like you decided to be nice to this person. And okay. Like um, and so. Yeah. I don't um, know. That, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of I, I can see what you're saying, but that counts under the category of experience, right? Mm-hmm. That's experience. Okay. So, so, so part part of identity is experience, values, relationships. Um, you know, you know that factors in identity, doesn't right. it? Right. I experience. think it all just boils down to choice. Well, with at all the end. of that relationship, all of that, I feel like that all comes down to just life experience. Right. Just I like I'm confused because like so experience- we're talking about the concept of identity mm-hmm. and how you find identity, but how you find identity is just generally through life experience, right? Over it doesn't time. have to be specified yeah. Yeah. at all. Right. So I feel like there's not really you know, that's a, a really meaty question to get at. Oh, uh, yeah. well, no. Okay, so... isn't set in stone. I feel like it's something that develops constantly over time. Yeah. But, ha- but finding meaning in your job and finding meaning in your life, right? You want to find meaning in your life and you so, want to find meaning in your so job. Valuing, so, so valuing... So your values come into play. Your values, yeah. So you want to know how you find value in the things around you. Right, and that's meaning in okay. life. Finding your own personal identity, like fulfillment yourself. entirely. Like I've said, everything is entirely subjective, right? Right. So we make everyone's life colloquial, just all around the board better by cooperating with each other. Mm. So when it comes to your driving life, it's cliche, but literally do what makes you happy. Right. If you find yeah, personal fulfillment from yeah. it, and it won't end up like fucking you in the long run, like some like super fucked up addictive drug, 
then do it. There yeah. you go. Oh uh, yeah, that, that I, that's the question. I was, that's the answer I was trying to look for. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. See, and I kind of agree with that to a certain extent. Like, I just personally, I try to live my life as like, if my actions are not like harming another being, if they are not like making someone feel down or just like literally physically harming somebody, like or some emotionally or physically. Avoid, yeah. 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 Like especially, you know, I don't know, physically too, but like. That's why I plant based, honestly, like just personally. I just right, don't I like inflicting any harm on anything other than yeah. what's absolutely necessary. Like, I'm not forced to be in a situation of survival, so I just don't take it. Yeah, back. you're just like, whatever, go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think with um, that question, I think it goes more, like, I can literally just say, just be yourself, man. Uh, that's like the most cliche. Yeah, you want to go, you wanna go, go in depth. There's, it, there's actually more in depth to it. Like they say, like for example, for sure. if you want to be confident, for example, you gotta feel confident. If you if you want to be like attractive, you gotta convince your mind you're attractive. Right. You gotta think you're attractive. You well, I'm, like what I'm trying to say is like to to find your identity. Basically, is like do what makes you feel comfortable. Like whatever makes you feel comfortable, it helps you more. Like to become. Like, okay, I, I'm happy, like, I'm happy um, wearing, for example, Eminem merch. You know, this this makes me happy. I'm just being right. myself. Right. You know, I don't care if this guy over here going to think I'm obsessive or I'm dick riding. I don't care. I'm just being myself. Right. You just find comfort in what you think. You know, whenever you're comfortable with what you're doing, it's all na- it comes all natural. But right. I feel like that begs the question of if you only stay within your comfort zone, then are you holding back from being more? Okay, that's a good question. And so I, I got an answer for that. So your values dictate your actions. So Ahmed, you're an Eminem fan, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a car or when you're walking, what do you do? Listen to Eminem. You listen to music. Yeah. So that right there, it, your values, what you value most in life. So your yeah. music, sports, you know, you walk a lot and stuff. And that's how you became who you are through your values. And so when you want to look at authenticity, like who you actually legitimately, who you are, over time factors in. So I think you look at what you're passionate about as in your, uh, what I call your potential. Look at your potential and then you take your, uh, what I call it, your, your skill, like what you're good at, right? Um, so you take, you take those two and you go and you find an opportunity that, that can, can, you can use that both on, right? But then you also got to factor in your childhood experience, and your experiments in adolescence. So what have you what have you experimented on? So for instance, and I actually I want to like be very very you know down pat on this. Experimenting during your adolescence is very important because when you experiment, you experiment, you experiment, you find like you hit a jackpot. Like okay, this is who I am, right? right. And so you fell, you fell, you fell, and that's what people are scared. They're scared to fail. They're scared to fail because failing makes them feel like shit. But failing, it builds character it has builds more who benefits you are. and it has and you go through experience and that's how you break the barrier that you were talking about and so that experimenting during your adolescence it kind of like makes you feel okay yeah i felt i felt felt like thomas edison people don't care about how much he felt you just care they care about the one time he actually succeeded Definitely. michael jordan got cut three times in high school Turn around, became literally the best basketball player to ever do it. Eminem fell so, ninth grade three times, and now he's the greatest rapper of all times. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I throw that in there. arguably. <laughs> no, I was like, oh no. no. But you know, and so I believe in the self determination theory, 
where you take the three most important components in life and that is autonomy, competence, and relatedness. So you take uh, autonomy, which is where you're self-determined, you know, you, de- you self-determine what you want to be in life. Don't let exterior pressure dictate that. So don't let nobody else tell you what you want to be. You have to you self-determine. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like the human human nature is to look at negativity more than positivity. Like, for example, how many times did you want to buy a product and you go online? You're like, oh, I'm gonna buy this, so I want to make sure the reviews are good. And you're skimming through all these good reviews, and then you come across one bad review, and you're like, I don't know. Now you start doubt and yeah. wanting the product. But yeah. you just right. read like 70 good reviews. But this there's one. that hint of doubt. That doubt is going to creep in. Exactly. That's because that one person. stand out amongst all of the good. Amongst all of the good, that one bad thing is going to stand out to you like a red flag. Yeah. Right. Something about the human nature. It's like we were, we like, sometimes we don't like to see the good in things. We oh, no. I feel like it's just us erring on the side of caution. I yeah, like exactly. It down to safety again. Like, well, I don't know. I feel like sort of pessimism and optimism. And there's a saying, and that is that a pessimist is just a disappointed optimist. <laughs> yeah, I've heard yeah, that. that's a good. That's one. a good one. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, like with me, like when I get mad, I'm mad. But if I'm like disappointed or upset by science, usually I'm disappointed. I'm like, bro, this could be running or working so much more efficiently. Why isn't it doing better? That's what I think too sometimes. Yeah. So whenever I'm mad about something. Right, right, right. It's like, man, and, you could have just done it. You could have just worked. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, that's funny. I like, I like that quote. Um, yeah, so autonomy, competence, which is I think everybody should be challenged. And, you know, you use your skill and effectiveness in your workplace. That's how you find meaning in your job. You use your skill and effectiveness. That's how you do it. And your efficiency, like he just said. So you're, you're as efficient as, as possible and you use your skill and effectiveness to, to plunge through and achieve what you want. You know, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, that, that makes total sense to me because that's where I find value in my job. Like, even though it's not my ideal place to be and I want to leave soon, probably, like, <laughs> I'm just going to be blatantly honest. Like, you, you hear know, that, Ingles? Aspect- <laughs> hey, 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 no, name drop it. But, <laughs> I don't know, like... I, it makes me feel good still when I can get the job done efficiently and effectively and, like, make other people happy in the process. Yeah. Right. Just, like, spread positivity and, you know, know that I earn money at the end of the day doing something well. And but see, like, the, you you and I, we both, um, we've we've found our identity separate. Like, for example, like, you, you know, you do, a, you're, you're in a band and... Yeah. You know, you have this like peace hippie type side of you. you know? oh, so, right. Yeah. Right. See, right. but I, I can't ever be that way. Even if I wanted to, if I want to, you know, I want to be like her. I couldn't. And I'm sure vice versa. You couldn't be like, I'm sure you can't have Eminem merch everywhere. And you like yeah. say, you, you can't do that. Right. But I respect so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I respect that about you. So yeah. I'm trying to say is like some people are not like you and I, like they struggle, they, they get influenced too easy. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you know, you, true. They're so self-determined they, autonomy, yeah. Yeah, so like, so for example, let's say I wasn't the way I am and I met you, now all of a sudden I'm acting like you. Like, yeah. some people struggle like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so, but it, it is because they're just trying to find themselves. Exactly, And they're yeah. trying to look for themselves in other people. The authenticity in themselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're looking for it. In and part, uh, and the last one I was wanting to mention is relatedness, because relationships with people, like Nate said, you know, yeah. he said, um, 
you caring about others and others caring about you, right? And relatedness is like being a part of the community, being having that relationship with other people. That's very meaningful for people because if you ask them, why do you want to be successful? They'll bring up their relationship with their family. They'll bring up their relationship with their friends. Relatedness yeah. is very important in life. Yeah. You know, so those are the three important components, I think, in authenticity. If you're trying to find out who you, who like you're trying to find authenticity in you, that's what I would go for. Mm. Um, so autonomy, competence, and relatedness. Um yeah, so I mean, that's the identity. We basically covered it all because yeah. we all have different views. Uh, on one more thing I would like to throw out there is basically just don't force yourself to like something others like just because others do. Like, don't don't feel like you have to copy anybody or be, just be yourself. Um, I, I mean, I knew a friend of mine. Yeah. He used to tell me he hated um, he hated smoking weed. He said it's just not for him. That's what he used to tell me, and but he would force himself to do it in front of it with his friends. And I'm like, if you don't like it, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Right. But right. no, nah, I mean, it's just like, I feel like just do do what you like. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's it. Move okay. On. Yeah. Can I, can I just say, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Dude, I feel like when I, at least from my personal, like, experiences, growing up, I heard so much about, oh, you have to watch out. Like, these people are going to pressure you. Mm-hmm. These people are going to want pressure. you to do it with them. They're going to force you. They're going to, like, be all up in your face and messing with you if you don't. And, like, I heard that that would happen to me and, like... Just being blatantly honest, like, I've been in a lot of situations where I would think it to happen, and I just haven't experienced it with, like, anything. I don't know. Like, you know, yeah, I have a usually. lot of people that drink that mm-hmm. I'm close with, yeah. and I have a lot of people that So you don't smoke. drink, right? I, dr- I have drank, but I oh, don't oh. do it because other people tell me to, and nobody's... Right. Like, I, there have been times where I'm like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And people are like, okay... Because it doesn't even affect them. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't right. care. Like it's more for them. Like right. I don't know. It's just an interesting. Um, yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Nate. You were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say like, pothead fucking culture. It's really laid back. Like <laughs> no one's gonna be. No one's gonna be amped up. Like do it. Dude, it's not like the drug world. Can you show me? I talk like maybe if they're like sniffing lines of coke, they yeah get yeah, idea yeah, yeah that's crazy. Can you show me an autopsy of somebody are, overdosing on weed? I mean, yeah, if, if they're just sitting there smoking weed and someone's just like, no, nah, I'm good, man. They ain't gonna be like smoke the weed. They're gonna be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're gonna be like whatever. Word, you're not wasting. But see, somebody would see. somebody would see that that doesn't have their own idea. They would see that and they're like, oh, that's cool. Like if he's doing it, that must be cool. Even right. if I don't like it, I'm going to push myself to do it. Right. You know what I'm people, saying? People don't do it responsibly. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, like people will be out, like, sneaking out of their parents' house, go smoke a blunt with their friends, not even try to clean up, and then show back home with red eyes and, like, Yeah, don't even bother. Yeah. They smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Like, dude, you put yourself in that position. One thing I do want to touch on, just kind of off topic, but, like, it's funny how weed is illegal and frowned upon, but you can have alcohol, which causes more car accidents yeah. domestic, domestic violence. violence and then you got uh car wrecks and stuff yeah it's just i, I feel like Some society drive. is kind of weird sometimes and that's control. why the you have less control well i actually watched a uh, a video today and what it was it was really interesting it was a study done in the uk where uh, marijuana is illegal and so they got a guy to do this little car obstacle course while sober and then they got him to do it while high and he smoked this whole fat joint, and he did the exact same both times. And you know what they ended up concluding at the end of that study? Hmm. That people who are on alcohol tend to seek risk-taking behavior, right? 
they're more likely to say yes. They're less likely to say no, right? They're there to take the risk. When they're high on marijuana, uh, typically what happens is they'd be aware that they are high. And so they would be more cautious about how they drove. So they have more awareness. Yeah. You know? yeah. I feel like by 2030, m- marijuana will be legal everywhere. Um, I hope so. I don't... I don't drink, I don't smoke, but I've been pretty pressured to smoke. Yeah. Um, it's just not part, I guess it's just not part of my characteristic to smoke, um, you know. But the bottom line is, I think if you want to be effective in your values, like if you want to be a doctor, well, I mean, if you want to be effective and you want to know what you're doing, you do some research, you go to college, but hang around doctors. Hang around people you want to be, you know. I mean, it's like you just yeah. got to find what interests you find and follow your, it. Find your niche. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, so, like, when I'm, I'm not, like, actively pursuing becoming some, like, famous person or anything. I right. just enjoy making music. And staying and, to yourself. Yeah, well, like, I, but that's the thing, though, is, like, I've actually been introduced to a really nice community, like, through my bandmates and through friends that I've just you met fit, You feel like you fit in that, yeah. Yeah, like, there, there are a lot of scenes, the local scenes around here, they're really cool. Like, the radio room has its own scene in Greenville, a lot of, like, punks and goths out there, and, like... Also, Clemson had this place called Pablo, but it shut down, unfortunately. It was super sad because the person that owned it had to move. But, like, in each of these places, I don't know, there's this place called Grandma's House. Like, I had, like, my own I was just going to say, you might want to bleep that so you don't get doxxed, though. What? Clemson. You get doxxed because of that? You get doxxed for that? No, getting doxxed is when someone leaks, like... Well, no, I meant, like, um... Yeah, that's what it is, Docs. When someone releases your personal, <laughs> your personal information. information. Yeah. Oh, I don't give yeah. a shit. It doesn't matter if I you got guys guns. don't care, but like <laughs> people on the internet do that shit all the time. You mention one thing, or they spot like a license plate for fucking because the YouTuber yeah, is famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll like use that to try and like track them down. Oh, gotcha. shit's wild. Gotcha. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good. It's, it's good weather out here in Arizona. Dang, I thought we were in New Mexico. Virginia. This is in Ontario? What? <laughs> Wait a minute, we're in America? <laughs> I don't know why we're here. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like what you said. You know, you you and you you know yeah. you feel like you fit in that group. So you know you I go just, to that group. That's good. I've just like I'm glad you found your own identity, your niche. Yeah, and your niche. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so now I want to kind of like hop into um, a different kind of subject, not really the same like category, but Nate, um, what did you do this morning? What did I do this morning? Yes. I got up at 4.45 so I could get ready for work. So usually my routine goes, uh, I, I get on all my work clothes because I showered the night before. And then I smoke a joint, or I hit a blaze one up, Bob. And then <laughs> that's good. I get to work, and I work in the deli at Ingles. Hmm. Deli at Ingles. Yeah. In Arizona, God. Yeah. <laughs> God. But anyway, it's it's the best fucking job ever because I come in stoned as shit, warm as fuck in this kitchen, doing the easiest work on the planet, and everyone who works there 
is a confused elderly woman. Like <laughs> 65 to 70 year range, but they're all vulgar as shit. Like they will fucking slam each other. Like they'll literally just be there quiet as shit. Then they're like, fuck that bitch, Betty. You Boy. don't have to listen to her, gal. <laughs> shit like that. Literally today. This, this it's happened. like, uh, what am I doing here? <laughs> this actually happened today, all right? This is a true story. This happened today? Yeah, while I was at work. There, there's this one lady who works in a deli. She's around 65, black. Her name's Ed. Um, and this lady that's in there, we all get smoke breaks. They randomly go out. We don't even have a manager in there consistently. So they'll all leave randomly and go on smoke break. And so she's like, I need to go outside and smoke me a cigarette. Ed goes them across the kitchen. This tiny ass black jive grandma. You need to smoke you a joint, honey. Smoke you a joint, honey. What? Honey, smoke you a joint. Where do you work, man? Gosh. God, Dude, Lena, I would hate that, crazy. man. I'd be like, come on, please. Don't act young. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. Dude, I was laughing my ass off when I walked into work today to see Nate standing in a semicircle with old ladies talking about how much they hated that bitch Karen, their manager. And I was just like, Karen. oh my hey, god. I bet, her mani- I bet their manager or your manager is a Karen. Literally, That's her name literally. is Karen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Does, she, does she know the stereotypes? Like, if you were like, I don't you're know. a Karen. I don't know. Like, if uh, you said you're a Karen, would she just look at you blinking like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I am like, Ka- my name is Karen. Yeah, I know. I am a Karen. Yes, what? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? Are we running out of time? No, no, we got time. Okay. Um, yeah, that's crazy, though. Like... Karen's been thrown around like a lot. It like, has been. It's been like a. So what? What's the stereotype? Is it like they call cops call on? Call the managers. Call the managers. You call the cops on anything. Wait, call the store managers. Everything is a problem. The problem. Oh, is dude, I had an. I had an encounter with the Karen uh, <laughs> yesterday. Actually, I see him every day at Tony's. Yeah, so me too. Anyways, <laughs> right? We got these trays. Sucks. Yeah. And when you get food at the Ingles Deli from the hot bar. There's a big part for the entree in the morning that's like sausage or bacon. And then you get two sides and you fill up the small parts of the tray with them. Mm. She was with her husband. This guy's like really morbidly obese. It's like fucking dog eyes. Like he looks like he just wants to be like drug out back and shot. He's at that point in his life. And he's bald. Just a big blob. He's just stand there. And I'm taking their order and she's like, I want eggs. I'm like, all right. She's like, can you put them in the big section? I'm like, yeah. I put the eggs in the big section. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Why aren't you filling it up? I was <laughs> like, because this is one serving of a side. I can fill it up, but you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> and she goes, works. whoa. This is ridiculous. Every other day, I come in. God. They do this for me. And I was like... Okay, what do you want me to do? And like, this is my job. Right. This is what I am required to do. I cannot bend the rules for you, random bitch who I don't fucking know. (laughs) Like, excuse me, who the fuck are you? They usually do that for you. Well, like, they may know who you are. I don't know who the fuck you are. That's what I'm thinking. But anyways, as she's like mouthing off her husband, this guy who just wants to be fucking executed goes, (laughs) "Honey." Please don't argue with them. Oh, <laughs> they just walk away. 
<laughs> that had to happen before. That had to happen before. That's funny. Bro, didn't you give E a discount later that day? Yeah. So E is my friend, right? He's I have many guy. quote unquote friends. All right. E. Yeah. E. So just like the letter E. Just my customers that come through my line, right? E is just this homeless guy <laughs> that Dang. like. He rides his bike up and down Main Street in Pickens, like, all the time. Every but he's day. But so, he's so, he's so interesting. I can't tell if he's just cracked out on something. He seems okay. But, Dang. Like, I don't know. He's yeah, you see interesting people around this town. I, I, Here's I, the thing with E, is he lives on a homeless shelter mm. up on that hill across from Ingalls. So he comes yeah. down to Ingalls every single day. So literally everyone knows who he is. Everything. He's really friendly, but he's funny as fuck cuz he always has a bike, but he has like a cover that goes up for it so he can ride it in the rain and a bunch of like shit strapped to it so he can put a bunch of like supplies and clothes in it. So he's got mm. this whole like apocalypse bicycle setup. And where does he live? In the homeless encampment oh. up on the hill. I know what that is, yeah. Yeah, he seems like literally everybody in town knows him and has just met him in completely different places and somehow we all just end up talking about him because he's just... He's like, there. Kind of an enigma because nobody really knows what he does or like where he goes. Dang. But he told me that he works at some furniture store or something and that's how he like comes in and gets... Because he only gets a few things a day from Ingalls or whatever. But if he really is homeless, he should be... Shopping at Ingles. Ingles is way too pricey. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's how you promote Ingles. But it's a quick Ingles. He just has to, like, (laughs) ski down the hill real quick. (laughs) (laughs) That's E for you. That's E, E for Enigma, right? E the ski. E the ski. Is that why he goes goes by that, or y'all just nicknamed that? He just calls... No, no, no. He just calls himself E. He reminds me of G-Time Johnny. No. I'm gonna look that up. Oh, no. G-time. Oh, look up G-Time Johnny <laughs> on YouTube. You're going to be in for a trip. In, in G-Time trip. Johnny is an insane old man who gets naked in the mountains with his <laughs> pet donkey and sings songs about Galileo time and incoherently tries to describe this incoherent concept he has of Catholic time terrorists and Galileo time. That's interesting. That is interesting. You know what? That's how you get an attention on life. He actually, all his videos are like songs too. It's him just singing, but the words don't go together. It's just a sentence that he's sort of singing. Like one of his videos is literally, I'm G-Time Johnny. I am an arousal of humanity. What? (laughs) We live in a technological generated fantasy. If you're not from Earth, you're not from... Mm. 2015. Well, that's literally one of his videos. I fucking memorized. Just that up. No, that's one of his videos. Lame, I don't know where that was going. (laughs) That is actually what he says, and still to this day, it was. It's been five, six years. I still don't know what the fuck that means. That's not even what I'm questioning. Him on top of a mountain with a donkey. What? It got really weird at one point because he was always up in at least in the mountains, away from people. In the woods or something. But I think he had to move or something. Because there's some videos where he's like zoomed his camera out. But he's put on like tiny whiteies. Just like little fucking underwear. Like kind of like Walter White, right? Yeah. So he can (laughs) just stand on the side of the road. 
beside this fucking trash heap and do his videos. <laughs> he's just trying to be Walter White. Yeah. He's is he bald too? His camper is his donkey. He's bald on top, but he's got the long-ass old man hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, sort of. that was a good story, Nate. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Nate. Johnny. I just got educated so about Johnny. Yeah, yeah there we go. So Johnny and then the cat. There's Johnny. A new job. That's Jeez. amazing. Um, I feel like we need to like give the audience some G-Time Johnny beats. You know, man, well, let me tell I don't you know if I would want to do that because they might uh, put my video yeah. down for no, they copyright. G-Time Johnny would not copyright strike you. It's not music and we aren't even including a video. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, what are you Why not? Oh, I was just gonna ask. Um, uh, speaking of that, you know, it's kind of off topic, but do you like The Shining? Do you, you you've seen The Shining? Oh yeah, which one? Yeah. The first, very first, the original. Have Stanley you, Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, Stanley Kubrick that's is amazing. One of my favorite movies of all time. It was crazy. See, a weird thing about The Shining is like when I first watched it, like literally the first time I watched, it, I was like, dude, what is all the hype about? This thing is boring as hell. I was like, this is going nowhere. I'm bored. I literally went to sleep and then woke up and heard it. And I was like, I mean, I mean, not heard it. Woke up and um, just it grew on me after I woke up. Right. It was the weirdest feeling. Yeah. yeah. The awakening. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hit it with it. I don't think you could hear that. If you think from 2014, <laughs> the recorded language Look at this guy. is ringing in your ears. It needs us to exist. Looks like Charles Manson. Dude, he does. from 2014. You are not a Catholic time terrorist. But you're living What? <laughs> He's vibing. It's about internal purity. I'm G time Johnny. <laughs> He's in a field. This right here. Is this how the E dude looks like? Or no? No. Yeah. No. no. The what? Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. has. Version of well, to be fair, <laughs> he has a a way more kempt beard. Yeah, kempt beard and also. What is a kempt beard? Like, it's a little bit more shaved down. He's mm-hmm. got, like, the afternoon shadow, but he's not got, like, a he's beard. He's much thinner. But hold less. on a minute. He kind of sounds He's not like that him. much thinner, but he does sort of sound he like sounds him. sounds like him to an extent, but he's But more he incoherent. That. More incoherent. But, but at least... I can he doesn't have as many teeth. <laughs> I, I don't think you've ever had a well, what's the c- well at least yeah. I know the words this guy is saying I don't know <laughs> the words he is saying sometimes I know what he says to me he says you didn't look at my keychain the other day <laughs> most of the time he doesn't talk he just makes like weird ass faces <laughs> and plays air guitar oh, I'm so fucking confused first of all that guy looks like somebody like gave him some kind of like shrooms or some shit and like yeah. he took him and like just thought of a jingle in his head and just decide he should share it with the YouTube world. Well, here's yeah, the thing. Is. He's been doing this for years. He's still active to this day. He's been on YouTube for like over six years, I think. <laughs> I just remember. constantly uploading these videos. So good job, Nate. You just so gave like, him a name. So like whatever he is trying to convey, I think he actually like believes. Like what person does that for, for six years, years yeah, as just right. like a joke? Like this guy right. is actually like fucking insane. He's actually believing in his. Uh, he believes in his art. Yeah, yeah he this is in art. His art man. If you didn't know, this is art. This counts yeah. as art, man. 
I mean, you're talking about it. I'm, I'm sure there's millions of people talking about it. That's art. Art. He's selling. Yeah. That's what's up. Oh, uh, yeah. G-Time Johnny. That's what's up. Go look him up. G-Time Johnny. Catholic Time Terrorist. Okay. Anyways, so um, we're going to wrap it up. And I think it's been really, really interesting today. <laughs> it's definitely different than the episodes we've had. Um me and Syrian Punk just by ourselves because I think it's more organized when we're by ourselves. But then now we have four people. I just let everybody say whatever. Um, yeah, it's like just you know whatever, just lay it out there. Um, yeah. So I mean, and if everybody liked it, that you know that we're gonna have to definitely do it again. Um, so you're gonna see these. You're you're gonna hear about Nate and Jaden a lot on this show, and it's been real, guys. This is Extol's podcast. Subscribe if you hadn't. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Serian Punk, you got anything to say? I just want to say Eminem is a goat. Jaden, you want to say anything else? Uh, go out with a bang. Come on, Jaden. Don't, you got don't this. disappoint. Mike, give her the mic. <laughs> All right. There you go. She, she went out with a bang. Hey. She already done it. And when Nate, what do you want to say? You want to say anything to people? <laughs> follow Mr. Alpaca on... I just want to say... In the words of a scholar, G-Time Johnny, we all live inside of a technological generated fantasy. And if you're not from Earth, you're not from 2015. And you're not a Catholic time terrorist, so it's okay. You don't have to be worried. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Nate. Some words to think on. Awesome, Thank you hard. Everybody, give him a line of applause, that was us applauding, guys. Um, and if you're watching, applaud as well. So, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you. Excellence Podcast has been real. Subscribe if you haven't. And see you next time. Deuces. <laughs>